0: In 2019, the Ninth Circuit affirmed the trial court's judgment against Zillow Group based on Zillow's use of VHT's photographs on Zillow's Diggs platform. In June of this year, 2023, this case found itself back up to the Ninth Circuit. I'm joined by my partner, James Katchmeyer, to talk about this recent decision on this episode of The Briefing. Thanks for joining us. I'm joined today by Weintraub litigation partner, James Katchmeyer. James, thanks for joining us today.
1: Thanks, Scott, for having me.
0: Certainly. James, let's start by providing some context for our viewers and listeners. Could you briefly explain the background of the case between VHT and
1: Zillow Group? Sure, Scott. Uh, Everyone should know what Zillow is, uh, the website uh, with uh, homes for sale. Uh, VHT is the largest professional real estate photography studio in the U.S. Uh, It is generally engaged by real estate agents and brokers uh, to photograph homes for sale. These photos are edited, uh, loaded into VHT's database, and then sent back to the agents and brokers pursuant to a license agreement to help promote their listings. Uh, VHT's photographs appears on Zillow's website one of two ways. First, Zillow will use these photographs uh, as part of showing uh, property listings on its website. Second, Zillow would feature some of these photographs uh, on their website uh, digs to offer users uh, or give people some home improvement ideas. VHT filed a copyright infringement lawsuit against Zillow Uh, claiming that the photos were being used without their permission.
0: In the previous trial, the Ninth Circuit found in favor of Zillow on most counts, but reversed the findings of fair use regarding the use of the photos on the Diggs website. Could you elaborate on how the court reached that conclusion?
1: Sure. Uh, The Ninth Circuit in the first case, which uh, is referred to as Zillow 1, Uh, determined that Zillow had added searchable functionality on its its ZIGS website, uh, which made it not a fair use of VHT's photographs. Uh, They concluded that Zillow had committed copyright infringement in doing so. However, the court in Zillow 1 held that Zillow was not liable for direct, secondary, or contributory infringement, and remanded the case back to the district court for uh, further proceedings. This resulted in further motion practice and a second trial. The Ninth
0: Circuit addressed the issue of copyright registration and whether VHT's claims should be dismissed due to incomplete registration. Could you explain the court's reasoning and how it applied the U.S. Supreme Court's fourth estate decision?
1: Sure. Just days before the Ninth Circuit rendered its opinion in Zillow 1, The U.S. Supreme Court issued its decision in Fourth Estate Public Benefit versus WallStreet.com, in which it found that the registration requirement to bring a copyright infringement claim can only be satisfied when the Copyright Office has registered the copyright, not merely when the application for registration is filed by the plaintiff. When the case went back to the lower court, Zillow argued uh, that because VHT had filed its lawsuit before Uh, the Copyright Office had registered its copyrights, the action should be dismissed. Uh, The lower court, however, found that dismissal would cause irreparable harm to VHT, especially given the extensive litigation to date, and held that excusing this requirement did not undermine the purpose of the act's pre-filing registration requirement. The Ninth Circuit, uh, on a second appeal, uh, agreed with the court's finding in this regard.
0: The Supreme Court's decision in Fourth Estate was due to what had been a split among the circuits uh, with regard to the requirement, the pre-filing requirement of the uh, registration, copyright registration. The Ninth Circuit had long held that the mere filing of the registration application was required, while other circuits had held that the actual issuance of the registration was required prior to the uh the, com- the commencement of a lawsuit. That's correct, Scott. Another issue, main issue that the Ninth Circuit considered in this case was whether VHT's photos constituted a compilation or individual work for the purpose of statutory damages. James, how did the court approach this question and what factors influenced its decision?
1: Sure, Scott, as I mentioned earlier, VHT would load the photographs into its database. Uh, and VHT had applied to register its database of its photos uh, as a compilation with the Copyright Office. The court had to determine whether the photos qualified as one work under the Copyright Act's provision that treats all parts of a compilation as a single work for statutory damages. VHT argued that it owned copyrights in both the individual photos as well as the database while Zillow claimed that the database registration automatically made the photos part of a compilation. In essence, if the court accepted Zillow's argument, there would only be one copyright violation, i.e. the database. However, on the other hand, if the court accepted VHT's argument that each photo in the database was its own separate work, then the use of each photo would be a separate copyright violation allowing for damages for each photo. In the end, the court rejected Zillow's argument and emphasized that the individual photos had separate independent economic value from VHT's database. Yeah, that makes
0: sense, James. Uh, in the first trial, VHT was awarded damages of $1,500 per image due to willful infringement by Zillow. However, the district court awarded different amounts in the retrial. Could you explain the reasoning behind this decision and
1: VHT's appeal? Sure, Scott. The Ninth Circuit determined that the higher damages awarded in the first trial were because there was a specific finding of willful infringement by Zillow, which was later reversed. On the retrial, the evidence uh, showed only innocent infringement by Zillow, and the court concluded uh, that the district court properly awarded lower damages amount because the evidence showed innocent infringement and not the willful infringement that had existed in the first trial. Therefore, the Ninth Circuit rejected VHT's appeal for higher damages.
0: James, thanks for discussing this case with us today. It's I think this case serves as a reminder of the importance of the fourth estate case, the importance of pre-filing uh, copyright registration applications before commencing litigation. Uh, and I also think this case serves as a reminder of the importance of copyright diligence in the digital age and uh, the considerations court make, courts make when determining infringement and damages. As you and I know, it's an evolving area of law and it's crucial for content creators and users to understand their rights and their obligations.
1: Uh, thanks, guys. It's been my pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: Well, that wraps it up for this installment of The Briefing by Weintraub Tobin. Uh, please remember to like and subscribe to both our podcast and our YouTube channel. And if you found this uh, piece interesting. Well, we've got over a hundred episodes for you to choose from, and you can also visit us at the iploblog.com.